0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust, Destination Debbie. Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on all social media platforms, at the Ben Eby. You ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen smash that subscribe button let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel here we go hey what's going on elite seekers here we are this is a special episode as we are officially at 50 episodes yes 5-0 it has been an incredible journey so far here with the destination Debbie squad and the rest of destination Debbie radio but as you know we gotta keep this elite region series going. And uh, it's been off to a hot start. We've been all over the West Coast so far, from the Pacific Northwest to California to the desert states, to Colorado and Utah and Hawaii and Alaska and all of the above. And what we're doing here is we're trying to dig a little bit deeper by each region and tell you who we think the best quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends will be when it's all said and done. Now, keep in mind, for this Elite Region Series, this is year two of it. And we are going after the high school class of 2023. So they still have an entire year to finish up their high school careers before stepping onto the college football scene. But I really wanted to give everybody a great look at which players have that elite potential before they even commit. A lot of these guys aren't even committed yet. Some are. Uh, nobody's signed yet because we're still early in the game. But you're going to be way ahead of everybody else that is not listening to this show, not digging in, doing the research by each region. So hopefully, we give you that advantage that you really have come here and come to know as being a part of the Elite Seekers Nation. So appreciate every one of you as always. And I'm excited for this episode. Again, this is episode 50. I never never thought we would make it this far and, and have the outreach we have. I mean, from, from Europe to Australia to all over North America, I'm up here in Canada now, and uh, it's just been an incredible, incredible journey. I really appreciate those that reach out with questions or comments or You know, whatever it is, just letting us know how much you appreciate the show and giving us your thoughts there. So that means the world. It really helps us keep going and diving deep for you and and really just figuring out who the next class is, who the next guy is that you got to be paying attention to. And hopefully we're letting you know before you find it anywhere else. So, on our journey so far, the biggest state that we really noticed stood out was California. And you really have come to expect that, especially the quarterback position. We weren't even able to get into a lot of the quarterbacks who I think are frankly just better than quarterbacks from many other states even if that's the other states number one but California's deep they you know just recently brought us EJU and Bryce Young and CJ Stroud all in the same class and again this 2023 class was loaded but then it's time to really step into some of the the big boy states as we like to call them and this episode is absolutely one of those this is going to be one where We're not going to be able to talk about all of the recruits in 20 minutes. We're going to pick the ones who are the top dogs right now, give you a quick overview of them, let you know why you should be keeping them on your radar. But this is because we are talking about the state of Texas, where football might as well be a professional sport. You haven't seen the stadiums at some of these 6A high school football uh, fields out there. It's just unbelievable. It really is. You know, there's a reason so many movies are, are made about high school football in Texas, and there's a reason why so many NFL players and high-level Division One college athletes come out of the state. Because if you make it through Texas and the gauntlet that that competition brings, then you're truly built different. You are built for anything, and uh, you're gonna have your your chance to go out there and shine at the NFL level one day. Uh, but that's definitely what high school football is all about, and uh, we're gonna dive in here and let you know who the top dogs are at quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end, all of the above, and uh, give you a glimpse at this class of 2023. So without further ado, episode 50, let's get right into it. First up is the quarterback position, and we are going to talk about a quarterback who has already committed to the Oklahoma Sooners. Yes, there's time to change things around, but this is a recent commitment. Just over a month ago, on January 24th, Jackson Arnold out of Guyer High School in Denton, Texas, was the one to let everybody know he is going to be a sooner, sooner than later. So let's pay attention. Jackson Arnold is a kid who is just knocking on the door of being a five-star recruit, currently listed as a four-star, but would not surprise me at all to see him jump up there and get a five-star Hot on the heels of Oklahoma is Alabama, Arkansas, Baylor, Cincinnati, just to name a few of the 25 offers that Jackson currently holds. And Jackson is a special kid. Yeah, he's 6'1, 195. So not huge in stature. But when you watch him, you just think about poise. The way he plays, he's so effortless. He just has a great motion throwing the ball, has zip accuracy, um, you know, really strong arm for his size as well. And and I really, you know, watching him, I, I, I kind of think of a Derek Carr type player, not someone that maybe has that elite ceiling, but if you get him into the NFL level or just, you know, at Oklahoma running the show there, you're going to have someone that just has a opportunity to go out there and show out, become a first round pick down the road. And he's already doing these things against really elite competition at the Texas 6A level. He led his team this last year to the division two state title appearance. They did not win, but just the way he orchestrates the offense is just special. He goes out there, he really hits his guys in stride consistently. He's able to hit the deep ball guys fully in stride. He goes out there, makes quick decisions. And and again, I already mentioned the velocity, the zip on the ball, the deep ball strength. He's a kid that has a great arm and a great understanding to the game. I really like how he always has his feet moving. You really see his feet moving there, and, and he just keeps himself. You know, ready to escape the pocket where necessary. I wouldn't call him a dual threat by any means, but he absolutely has the the athleticism to go out there and keep plays alive while he keeps his eyes down the field. Now, coming off this past season, he passed the ball 445 times, completed 296 of those for almost 4,000 yards, 34 touchdowns through the air, only five interceptions. And then he also ran the ball 208 times for another 659 yards on the ground and 12 rushing touchdowns. So again, not a dual threat guy, although you might look at the stats and think that, but he absolutely has the escapability to be someone who goes out there and makes a big time difference on Saturdays and then eventually Sundays. He has all the makings of that. When you look at the mental stature, the the composure that he plays with, the competitiveness that he plays with, and uh, just a, a kid that has made it through that gauntlet that I mentioned early in the show of what big-time Texas football is all about. So Jackson Arnold is absolutely a quarterback that might be under the radar a little bit. Again, not a five-star guy yet, uh, but I think that could change by the time he ends up at the college level. Uh, But I do think that he is one that has that ceiling that we're looking for, someone that can come in there and eventually be a, a quarterback that ranks in the 10 to 20th range in terms of fantasy football. Uh, at the NFL level so pay attention we got a long way to go but Jackson Arnold out of Geyer High School in Denton Texas is a top quarterback in the state of Texas and a top quarterback in the nation in my opinion in the head, target on in three two one Now we jump into the running back position out of Texas, and let's start off with Ruben Owens, 5'11", 190 pounds, with a frame that looks much bigger than that and surely will be adding muscle. Out of El Campo High School, in El Campo, Texas, Ruben is an absolute superstar, and I mean that in every way possible. He's already a monster on the track and field as well, long jumping over 23 feet those of you that are involved in track or have any background in track, 23 feet. If you're jumping that far, 23 feet, three inches, then you have some massive power and explosion in those legs. And that's what he's all about. You watch a kid like this, that just runs so big, um, you know, almost like a much faster, uh, Chris Carson. He also, you know, reminds me a little bit of an Arian Foster type guy. Uh, he's, he's one that just puts up, Massive, massive numbers in Texas football. This last year, he ran the ball 248 times. Forget this, 2,989 yards on the ground and 46 touchdowns. Yes, 46 touchdowns and almost 3,000 yards on the ground in one season. Just unbelievable. The year before that, he was able to run the ball 140 times for 1,500 yards, 22 touchdowns. This kid is an absolute rock star. And uh, he's starting to show us a little bit on the receiving game, too. Although it doesn't really matter. The way they look to get him the ball at El Campo is is in any way possible. And he did put up 15 receptions for 252 yards and and two receiving touchdowns. So we know the abilities there. I went and checked out a lot of his 7-on-7 film, and he's absolutely tearing up the circuit there right now, too. Ruben is a star. He's got great hands. He's just so explosive. The thing that really stands out, I mean, plus-plus vision. But he puts his foot in the ground, and he just takes off. It's like he just goes from 0 to 60 instantly. The acceleration, the explosiveness, again, looking back at that long jump uh, measurement there, it really tells me he's just a guy that can just turn it on just like that and put a ton of power behind his, his legs and his running. You like to see him get a little bit lower behind his pads, but there's plenty of tape of him out there trucking guys, beating guys around the edge beating guys through the middle, making the first guy miss, and really doing everything you want to see from an elite running back. With that 5'11 frame, he's going to put on some weight. I'm not worried about that. 190 pounds right now, just finishing up his junior year of high school. And uh, the kid will probably come in somewhere in that, I don't know, i say 210, 215-pound range. And if he's doing that with the type of speed he has, he's, he's consistently been clocked over 20 miles per hour from RA analytics shout out to them just an incredible incredible follow on Twitter with what they're doing with Korean team over there so make sure you check that out but Ruben Owens I believe his top speed has already been clocked at 21.5 miles per hour by RA analytics so just a kid that's a burner he's got power he can catch the ball and putting up 3000 yards or just almost almost 3000 yards on the ground alone you know it's just unbelievable the amount of times he he found himself in the end zone is pretty special. Now, this, this school has a great offensive line as well, and they really ran through the competition. I think he could admit you know, many more yards, but people want to knock him not being at the 6A level because he played at 4A. He's won multiple awards. He's the newcomer of the year as a freshman. Yes, as a freshman in 2019. Offensive MVP as a sophomore in 2020. Uh, overall MVP as a junior. Just kind of wins every award he possibly can and then goes out there and tears it up, you know, at the state track meet as well. So I'm telling you guys, Ruben Owens is one of those special uh, generational type backs. I think there's that type of potential, and I don't use that term lightly here on the show, but we're talking about elite, and he's elite of the elite. There's that type of potential and power and explosiveness in in those legs, that frame with that skill set and that natural vision. I'm just excited, excited to see where he ends up. Um, you know, there's a lot of schools hot on his tail. Uh, it was Texas, decommitted from Texas because he committed pretty early in the game there. But Texas is still probably the front runner. We got Alabama, Georgia, USC in the mix, Texas AM. and I mean, you name it, everybody wants. them. over 41 offers already. So go get Ruben Owens on your teams whenever he's eligible, and uh, this kid's gonna be special. I promise you that. In the hit, target, in locking on in three, two. What? Moving on to one of my favorite positions is the wide receiver position. We're gonna talk about Jalen Hale out of Longview in Longview, Texas. Six foot two, hundred and seventy-five pound wide receiver who is just a, a special, special talent. You watch him, you watch his film. He's one of those effortless athletes that seems to do everything really, really well. Um, you know, just great size, great hands, route running ability, really sinks into his hips and, and changes direction. Effortlessly for his size, he plays more like a guy who's probably 5'10", 5'11". Aside from the ability to go up there and catch the ball, when you watch his film, you notice the quarterback underthrow him consistently. He gets open, he beats a player, he's gone, and then the quarterback just underthrows him. And that's how much trust Jalen Hale has earned from his quarterback. You know, I know that the ability differences are there, but uh, this guy just goes out there and makes his quarterback look much better. He goes and snags his ball. Away from the defensive backs consistently, and uh, you know that's just what he does. He's a, he's a baller, man, and and that's what you like to see about him. Alabama's all over him right now. He just had a visit with Nick Saban, took some pictures, posted those on social media this past week here, and and I think they're a front runner, in my opinion, they're a front runner. Uh, but it's a big list. We're at thirty five offers right now. Alabama again being the top of the list. I think Ohio State's in the mix there. Um, You got Arkansas, Auburn, Baylor, Colorado, you name it. His top 12 that he posted on social media was Oklahoma State, Alabama, Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, Michigan, Georgia, USC, Texas A&M, Ohio State, Florida, and Oregon. So we know it's going to be one of those schools most likely. But again, I do think Alabama feels like the front runner right now. I know there'll be a lot of schools staying in the mix with this kid because he is such a game changer. He's just a great great wide receiver to have for any quarterback no matter what type of offense you're running but he's a guy that can just take the top off he he averaged over 23 yards per catch this season only catching 50 receptions but putting up 1154 yards for 14 touchdowns and i think this kid really just feels like an athlete a wide receiver who is just scratching the surface and just has that raw ability that raw talent uh and, and just oozing with someone who's, who's itching to be a superstar there. So I think Jalen Hale, at the 6'2", pounds, with really long arms, really great hands, and again, the fluid hips, the ability to really sink in and, and change directions quickly like a much smaller player. I think he's special. I think he's going to be special, and I just can't wait to see where Jalen Hale ends up taking his talents because he is going to be a great one. In the hit, target, identify. Locking on in 3, two, 1... Last up is the tight end position, but why not talk about the biggest player from the biggest states? That is Jalen Platt. The tight end is a 6'5", 235-pound monster who plays a lot more like a wide receiver when you check out his film. And the most interesting part for me about Jaden Platt is his crazy long arms and the fact that he just switched from the quarterback position. And that just tells you like what he was able to do this year was pretty special considering he is just learning a new position. Pretty much lining up as a wide receiver or tight end uh, at that size it is is great to see. I think he's going to continue to put on muscle. He just looks like a kid who's growing taller as we speak. Put up 31 receptions this year for over 623 yards and five touchdowns in the air and has already committed to Stanford verbally this past December here. And uh, I think Jaden Platt is a diamond in the rough, someone that you're going to see be a late riser. When you watch him, he reminds you of, a, of the play style of like a Logan Thomas. He goes out there and just really bouncy legs, long, long legs, long arms, great soft hands. He has a great ability to go up there and snatch the ball, and he just blows by defenders. It looks like he's jogging, but his, his stride is so long that he just blows by any linebacker that's trying to cover him and a lot of these safeties that jump down and try to stop Jaden Platt. Now, if Jaden does stay with Stanford, we know they have a great history as far as developing and blocking tight ends there um, that can come out and do a little bit of everything. And I think with Jaden's athleticism, if he can pick up that blocking piece, which he's seen more than willing to do on a lot of the film, he's going to be a special guy. But if he ends up somewhere else, I would love to see, obviously, a Notre Dame. They're hot on his heels. And we know what Notre Dame's been able to do with the tight end position. So Jaden Platt is a big time player out of Eaton High School in Hazlitt, Texas that you must put on your radar, especially if you play in any type of tight end premium league. But this kid has the elite ceiling we are looking for with the athleticism and just the lack of experience, what he's been able to do with that. It just shows what type of hard work he's already putting in. So Jaden Platt is the tight end to watch out of the state of Texas. So that wraps up another edition of the Elite Region Series here on Elite Seekers. Hope you guys appreciated this one. And really just enjoy it and you're able to pick up some tips on some of these players early on in the process. Whether you're a fan, whether you're someone playing in fantasy football, whether you're playing in Debbie Leagues, whatever it might be, my hope is that you just learn about some of these incredible players these incredible prospects out there, see what they're doing at the high school level, and then we help you project how they're going to do at the next level. So with that said, it is time to end with the quote of the show. This one is a good one. Good communication is the bridge between confusion and clarity. No matter what it is, whether it's work or a team or whatever it might be, just make sure to communicate. Speak up, talk to people, make sure things are clear, goals are clear, all those things go a long way and just continue to build teams, build relationships, and build whatever it is you are working on. So hopefully that one helps you out again. As always, reach out to me at the Ben EB on Twitter. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the show. And I will always get back to you as quickly as I can. So thank you so much. That's all we got this week. We will see you next Tuesday. And for now, Elite Seekers out. You